When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. To play fake and it's intercepted right off the bat by Deion Jones. And Jones takes it out to the 30-yard line. Here's Deion Jones right here. Track him. He's going to drop right back into the throwing lane. There's nobody around him. I just don't understand that decision by Kirk Cousins. You're listening to BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Dilio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. Welcome back, BetQL Daily, right here on the BetQL Network. Joe O and Joe G with you on a Friday, and it's a Friday. You know, we're not too far from football Fridays around here on the BetQL Network. So we've, we've been doing this all week long uh, with win totals, NFL. We talked about the lowest teams, which ones we liked in the in the lower ring. Then we talked about the best teams in the NFL, highest win totals, which ones we actually thought could go over there. How about the average Joe's, though? Fits in perfectly here on this show. How about the teams in the middle? Kind of the middle tier win totals, seven and a halfs, eight and a halfs, nine and a halfs, and where which teams we like and which teams will we'll fade there. Joe, one, and we'll, we could bring up Kirk Cousins and the and the Vikings in a second, but one that stood out to me, just looking at the number before anything else on the schedule or you know what they did in the offseason, the Arizona Cardinals at nine and a half. I am leaning towards fading them this year. Big year last year, got to the playoffs. Did some good things. I mean, they were undefeated uh, into late October last season. But the second half fades under Kingsbury, I can't ignore. The Kyler Murray situation feels combustible, and he never seems to stay healthy and play well over the full season. And that division's good. I know Seattle's worse now, but that division is good. I am going to be on the other side of the Cardinals this year. Nine and a half is the total. I feel like they're an underweight to happen. Hollywood Brown doesn't impress you. Go to number two, Rondale Moore. No, no, thank you. No, thank you. I understand that. Listen, that was all fake. Whatever we saw in the first half of last year, that wasn't real. And we, we the health of the quarterback, is it going to ever happen? I don't know. I mean, James Conner had a nice year. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Um. What do you think about what do we think about their defense? I mean, Buda Baker's a player. Now, you know, a safety's sure. not going to make me change change win total bets. But I'm just trying to I'm trying to look at the other side. The division is weaker when Russell Wilson leaves it. That's for one. I it's always a question, will the Super Bowl winner be as strong as they were a year ago? So you have that also. The quarterback is a question in San Francisco. You're not mm-hmm. sure which guy it's going to be. I think they'll be just fine. But overall, you know, there's a lot of talk about, okay, AFC West is the best and, you know, AFC North maybe in that conversation. Where would we put the NFC West? Because maybe we haven't talked enough about that, how they're probably going to drop off and exit that top two conversation. Yeah, it can't be much lower than third, though. You still have the No, Rams. I don't think so. You still have the 49ers. And and I, I 
I think the 49ers roster is so good and Kyle Shanahan's so good. Aren't they going to be competitive no matter what they do at quarterback? Like they're going to win. Yeah. Aren't the Niners eight wins, seven, eight wins by accident? And then the quarterback will determine nine, 10, 11, 12. I think that's where they are. So they're pretty good. What, what do we like about the Cardinals? Sorry to cut you off there, but it's just, what do we like about them? What, what is the strength of this team? Healthy Kyler, whenever that is. Okay, if they you have get a healthy lot of Kyler, what does that get you? Let's say you get a full season of healthy Kyler. Is this a double-digit win team? Could be. Could okay. be. They have a lot of offensive pieces. I don't know if anyone's great. I mean, they're also going to miss Hopkins for the first six weeks. That That is part of the equation, too. They're going to yeah. – and look at uh, Kyler Murray's numbers last year when DeAndre Hopkins went out. He fell off a cliff. I'm looking at their schedule right now. I think they could be winless heading into October. Their first three games this season – Kansas City week one, at Las Vegas, and then they play the Rams. Chiefs, Raiders, Rams. And they play the AFC West this year. They'll have the Chargers in the schedule. They'll have the Broncos in the schedule. This this is an under for me. What are the offensive pieces that you like after the quarterback, around the quarterback? Let's say that. So Hopkins. Okay. Miss half the year almost. Yeah. Six, it leads to six games there. Okay. I don't hate Hollywood Brown. I don't think he's going to change. Is AJ Green a starter right now? Probably, oh, he but he shouldn't be. You start three guys. Where are you going, Andy Isabella? <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. I don't think they. I think we believe they have a lot of offensive pieces because Kyler can be so dynamic at times. Right. If you want to put James Conner in that conversation, I don't have a problem with it. Maybe Hollywood Brown is better than he was in Baltimore. I wouldn't bank on it, but. I'm with you. I like that underplay. I think it's pretty strong. Makes makes perfect sense on many levels. Anyone stand out to you? Those mid-tier teams? Yeah, I mean, aren't the Minnesota Vikings a definition of a mid-tier team? <laughs> yes. Eight and a half in the win total. Right smack I, dab in the middle. <laughs> and they always are. They always are. So here's something I've been hearing, and it's starting to get more steam. And it, same thing with the Lions, right? People are looking to go away from the Packers because they're bored, they're sick of them, and Devontae's gone, so now there's a reason to pick against the Packers. And you can't pick the Bears because they're taking. They're going to have a horrendous season. They'll probably be a bottom five team in the NFL, even though Bears fans like to fight me on that, even though they're trying to lose. They haven't figured that out yet. Like when you're trying to lose, it's another deal. (sighs) There's a lot of people predicting the Vikings are going to win the NFC North that I've heard. A bunch. A lot more than normal. Why? Why? Is this just like the, the bump? You're going to go offensive-minded head of coach with Kevin O'Connell, and you're hoping he meshes with your guy, Kirk Cousins. And I mean, they have the offensive pieces. That cannot be denied. We know what Dalvin Cook can do when he's healthy, and even when he's not. Andrew Alexander Madison can step in and be a very dynamic. Uh Probably one of the best wide receiver tandems out there. But are they going to be able to turn it around on defense? I mean, you need something. And and they're going to ask some rookies in the secondary to do a whole lot if they're going to compete for the NFC North crown. You know what's pretty amazing? I just I just pulled up my guy Kirk Cousins' numbers here. Yeah. I, and I know the game is changing and passer ratings go up every year. I wonder if there's been in NFL history – 
many times where a team has had a quarterback, and he didn't get hurt, right? He played all the, mostly all the games. Three straight years, pass ratings over 100, never, never won a division. Hmm. Like, his numbers on the surface, like, they should win more games. They have an efficient quarterback. It's like, why can't they win? How much empty calories? So I mean I'm sure some yeah and but not it can't be that many they're not two and fourteen right they're they're I don't know do you see them po- posting thirty points most weeks There's a lot of teams we do yeah they don't um, yeah and they probably should score more considering the weapons they have on offense it's just it's yes. it's weird they're an anomaly he's an anomaly they should win more games I understand why people make the case if I'm making the case for why people might see something here the second half of the schedule is kind of light they've got games down the stretch. They got the Jets late in the season. They've got the Colts at home late in the season. The, the Lions late in the season. Giants, Bears. Can their offense be better than the Packers? No, I don't think so. Okay, because of Lazard. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, because of Lafleur and Rodgers. Yeah. No, I know why. I know. I. Their number is difficult. I find their number difficult, though. They're, this is what they are. They, they could go 9-8, and eight and you lose the bet. Sure. I don't have a strong opinion on it. I just think they're interesting because a lot of people are picking them. Put the Raiders in just about any other division. I think I love them a lot more than I currently do. Mm-hmm. At, at, with a number of eights, we know they start the season strong. You can find a... At Fandle, the rest of the market looks like it's eight and a half. I do not mind the over. That's an offense that I'm very confident will put up a lot of points this season. So let me throw this at you. Which team, if you like the Raiders over, do you have a team in the West besides the Chiefs you think could, I don't know the word, struggle or disappoint? Because yeah. Okay, because it's becoming – the way I view it is it's a little bit of a math problem for them to get there. How many teams in that division, because they play each other so much, can realistically have winning records? Can, can we do this? Yeah, how I mean, often do you see every team go above 500? Is it more likely now that we have 17 games? Probably. But. So I, I mentioned this because last year I thought it could happen in the NFC West. And the Seahawks were the team that disappointed. Russell got mm-hmm. hurt at a tough year, 7-10. and 10. So last year you had a 12-win Rams team, 11-win Cardinals, 10-win Niners, 7-win Seahawks. Would it shock you if in some order that's the AFC West this year? 12, 11, 10, 7, or 8. That means someone's got to win 7 or 8. Yeah. Which team is it? You're saying it's not the Chargers. It's not the Broncos. Not the Chiefs down that far. So – by default, that's why I'm worried about the Raiders. Are they just in the wrong division? I Yeah, I totally hear what you're saying. But can they split with all those teams? Yes. Yes, they can. We see it happen again, again and again. We, we, we're surprised by it. We're shocked. I mean, adding Devontae to that offense, Carr's pretty good. I mean, it's good. funny. Listen, these average Joe teams, like the quarterbacks that we're talking about, Cousins, Car. And car and yeah, guys that don't probably get as much credit as they should. I, I think Car's a lot better than Cousins. That's a different conversation, but I I understand what you're saying. But can all of them go between nine and eleven wins? Yeah, they could. Could all four? Yeah. 
How about the Patriots? We haven't talked much about them this offseason, and with good reason. They haven't done much, right? They, last offseason, they did a lot. They spent a lot of money. They tried to switch the team over. They drafted Mac Jones. They've kind of fall back to boring this offseason. Their number is at eight and a half. I find the Patriots fascinating because they, they, they weren't supposed to be much last year, and then they looked like they could win that division until the beginning of December. And then Buffalo took off. They fell off, yeah. and, and we kind of went back to what we thought anyway. Eight and a half is the number right there in the middle, just like the Vikings, just like the Cardinals, just like the Raiders. The one thing they have going for them is the division they play in. They have the Jets twice. And I still don't trust Miami, who's another one of these kind of middle teams. Well, isn't that it? Like, if you're going to go over on Miami, are you going under on New England? Like, you're saying one of those two, you go over, the other you go under. Yeah. It's tough to separate those two teams. It's probably going to be one of those two teams can get to 10 wins, and then the other one's going to go under their win total. The win total is about the same. It's eight and a half or or nine if you shop around for both of those squads. But I'm having a tough time separating the two. Mac Jones really had some issues. I mean, he was winning the Rookie of the Year award going into December, and then it all went to hell. You had that weather game. Of course, that that just is like an eyesore, and I know it's not his fault. Those terrible conditions when he was two for three, and they but that. <laughs> but a lot of people are like, "Man, two! For, I don't care what conditions. Yeah. In this era, you're you're throwing the ball three times in a game. So, um, but that's and then two interceptions, two interceptions. He, he had a rough time against uh, Buffalo in that second matchup. But isn't it all about Mac Jones? Like, can he play more like the guy we saw in the first few months as opposed to the last month? Yeah, it's interesting with him because with every other second-year quarterback, think about it this year, right? So it's Trevor Lawrence, it's Justin Fields, it's Zach Wilson. Isn't the story with them is how big of a leap they're going to take? Regardless if they were bad last year or not. Like, that's the story with those guys. No one's saying that with Mac Jones. No. Shouldn't it be the same thing? Like, I, I know his baseline was higher because he played better than those guys as rookies. But I haven't heard one person say, what if Mac Jones gets better? It's like we're just assuming he's he's the new version of Kirk Cousins or he's going to sit in the middle of his whole career. I don't know. I, I don't know what he's going to do. But if he gets better, they can win more than eight and a half. They could win nine games. He did have a pretty good rookie year. I know it ended weird. I thought I it was like really Mac good. Jones. Yeah. Like, here, take away – okay, we, I hate playing this game. But take away the Buffalo games and look at his year. He had no touchdowns. What? Right. Is it no touchdowns, four interceptions against Buffalo? No, he had two touchdowns in the playoff game. So he had two touchdowns, four interceptions, two two pick games, and then you had the three pass game. But if you remove those Buffalo games, like he was really, really good. The odds were crazy high for him to be the rookie of the year entering that last month. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, he was, he was clearly the favorite. I think they – I'd rather bet them on the over than some of these other teams we what, talked about. What's the value of Josh McDaniels? Well, that's a great question. Obviously, yeah. the Patriots don't think that much because they're replacing him with Matt Patricia and Joe Judge. I'm on the under. Because <laughs> of that. Yeah. Yeah. Wouldn't you lean that way? Yeah, their first few weeks are fascinating. At Miami, at Pittsburgh, home Baltimore, at Green Bay. They could be one and three. 
they also could be two and two or three and one and now and off to a really good start. Was it Joe Judge with the incredible track record at evaluating quarterbacks? <laughs> Who was that? No, that was Ben McAdoo. Oh, McAdoo. Yeah, yeah. McAdoo. They all run together. <laughs> yeah, all those bad Giants coaches the last decade yeah. or so. They all yeah, there's no way it's Judge. Right. Yeah, no, I don't know what Joe Judge is, but he might be in charge of the offense there in New England. Joe O, Joe G, it is Beck UL Daily. Nick Ashew later in the show. We'll talk about the U.S. Open odds as well as uh, we go into day two here. Coming up next, right here on the Beck UL Network. These Joes are helping you bet like a pro. It's Joe Ostrowski, Joe Gillio, and Aaron Hawksworth on BetQL Daily from BetQL.